0: All right, All me right. You know.
1: well, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Everyone, welcome back to Fort Meade to Classify. Today, we're sitting down with Colonel Sapp and his wife, uh, Miss Heather Sapp, who Colonel Michael Sapp is the garrison commander of the Fort Meade installation. Uh, and today we're going to talk about their one-year review. So you guys have been here for about a year, maybe Days of 26. Maybe more.
2: Yeah, one day shy.
0: So 365 days of command. Yeah.
1: Yeah? yeah. Well, how's it been? How are you guys settling in? How do you like for me?
0: How on should we be? Because um, those were three different questions. and uh, I mean, it's been a whirlwind. Um, I don't think I've had a chance to breathe yet.
2: I can't believe it's been a year.
0: I know. That's (laughs) So it's only because when you said that it was the one year in review that I was like, oh my gosh, it's been a year. It has been a year. We've been trying to get you on the podcast for a year. We have. We scheduled at least twice and it fell through. And I think it was her fault every time. (gasps) Uh,
2: What? I'm
0: not going to say that. I I think it was TDY each time for you. Oh, okay. Your TDY is not. No, once was my
3: fault. Once okay.
1: was totally my fault. Oh, okay. I the other
0: that. two were her fault though. Possibly, um, possibly. I was not here then, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> so boring. it's Florence's fault. But uh let uh, you go first. What do you think? Which am going to talk about answer? work. Oh, you're going to talk about work. Year. What do you think? Question mark.
2: Oh. I, it's it's been a fast packed year. It feels like we're always doing things. Um just to be part of the community and to get out and see everybody and everything. We've had to pretty much fill up every weekend. We have to schedule uh, time to be together <laughs> because uh, there's a lot of community events going on. There's a lot of things we want to participate in and uh, and we want to get the kids out too. Yeah.
3: How Sp- different is it? You've been here three times.
2: Yes, yeah. this is number three.
3: How different is it for you two being here in this role, it's sort of like the you know the first family of the fort, as opposed to just one of the or two of the sixty-three thousand employees that depend on services. Do
2: you want to take that one?
0: Wait, so the the first time she was working here, and I wasn't. I was going to grad school at uh, University of Maryland down in College Park. Yep. So in grad school is at night. So we lived off base. I was volunteering with my daughter's kindergarten school. For a year, and driving down to college park every night for class and then doing homework on the weekends uh, because I always waited till it was due to do the turn in my papers. as you should. Uh, I learned well in my undergrad and applied those lessons. <laughs> but it says uh, so the first time she was coming on, but of course, right, she comes in and goes back again, we lived off post. we the connection was the strongest with EFMP because of Samantha at that point, she was, yeah, first grade. what he's five, six years old, six. and so we mm-hmm. were still figuring out what life is like for uh, in uh, cerebral palsy. In her case, what is it? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to integrate and finding connections? That was most of our Fort Meade interaction that time. Yes. Uh, coming back the second time, it was in order for us both to be on the other side of the fence line. And so it, again, we came in off of thirty, off of thirty-two, popped in, left. This time, because I was at least on the base, we would do a little bit more of the PX, the commissary, some of those normal living on base things that you would do. Uh, but if anyone had asked me, I'd say, yeah, I'm stationed at Fort Meade. But I wasn't, right? I was stationed right. at a campus. And now, coming back, we went, oh my gosh, there is so much to Fort Meade. So it, being different, it's entirely different because now this is the first time I actually feel like we are part of the Fort Meade community rather than just coming in to go to work and go back home. You mentioned EFMP, and Samantha's
3: awesome. We have three kids. Me too.
0: But she's the only one that's awesome. Well, oh, no. wow. <laughs> the one is wow. The one. <laughs> They're not going to watch this. The oldest daughter is a <laughs> favorite. I, I
3: agree. Oldest daughter is a favorite. My, my two sons get mad at me all the time because they have no doubt. My, my favorite is.
1: That's also because she's the only girl, so
3: of course she's your favorite. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear more. Uh, um, EFMP, uh-huh. uh, knowing from when we first sat down, even when you were transitioning with Colonel Nylon, that was a big focal point of yours. Different perspective on it now from you guys seeing it from the inside and the service provide service aspect of it um in how we do or how difficult the fmp coordinating job is or are you more familiar with more comfortable with i don't know the right word more understanding of families and the challenges they're going through so i guess it's like a two-part question like having efmp how does it how do you think that's helped you relate to the families and then do you find yourself a little bit more sympathetic to the program as a whole now that you in a lot of ways are running it and you probably get to hear about it every everything.
2: <laughs> so I'll take the first one. Having an EFM um, has really expanded kind of our understanding of the needs of military families at large. Because if if you if you kinda of run in, in the I work my job, I take my kids to school, a week vacation in the summer kind of standard Things, most things come fairly easy regardless of what post you're on, but when you have an EFM and they have, they have needs outside of the things that you routinely find on every post or around every post, uh, it does become a challenge. You you every time you move, you have to um, reinitiate finding all the things that you need, and that is actually a more, much more complicated than I expected. There have been many times where you call and they say oh we don't do pediatrics or oh this or here's the reason this won't work for us or we don't take tricare that's a fun one um and uh i would also say that um i did not realize that the process actually had two sides to it uh i thought efmp one thing medical community it's all together and and it's actually not and for families that can be a little bit hard navigating the two sides of it uh, and getting the the two sides to kind of melt nicely together
0: yeah and we see and that chad could have answered that for you because uh, (laughs) colonel maker has been so much trying to advocate that aspect too the the difference between the two It comes up in town halls Uh, but it is for example most recently is our daughters needed a wheelchair getting ready to go off to college we had a wheelchair. It's broken uh, in an automated joystick, and so the wheelchair broke. Well, we got it. In fact, we couldn't quite remember if we got it here we got it or here. we did get it we here. Did get it. We did get it here. So we we received this in Maryland in around 2015.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And over the time that uh, now it's been about eight years, it broke. Trying to repair it, so when she goes off to college, that she has the ability to do this. No one wanted to touch it. My right, company said, No, no, if I didn't give it to you, I'm not going to repair it. And meanwhile, crazy, the company but, that gave yeah. it to us, we don't know what happened. We don't know if they yeah, disappeared, they don't, maybe exist they're anymore. not Tricare anymore. Uh, we couldn't find it. And so we went through this process of, Well, okay, we got an upgrade in Florida. Can we at least combine the two? Well, no, no, because we won't touch Florida's wheelchairs either. You've got to go back to Florida. So it, yes. we run this gamut, and then when we reach out to the wider EFM office, mm-hmm. like, EFMP, help me. What can you do? Uh, the likes of Lisa Jacobs going, well, it's it's not a community thing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, but it, it's, it's medical. There's a referral, but is it really medical? Well, sort of, but I can help you with our systems navigator to know what kind of therapist and can help with that. Um, but we don't do the referrals. And so we were... Using Boat, Dr. Richardson has been a huge help, and yes. our um, our case manager, Annette, has been on it. She called 27 different wheelchair providers in this area, and not a single one of them would do repairs. So we had to start the whole referral system over again to get an entirely new wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So, it, But when Heather mentions that idea of finding things out, every time we've moved, and then Samantha... Uh, god bless her but she's been in 11 different school districts in her 13 years of education because she did pre-k mm-hmm. and then kindergarten right and uh, we've had to enroll her in every time while we're enrolling her and we're trying to do the normal vaccinations and summer physicals and everything else uh, we're also okay got to find a new neurologist got to mm-hmm. find a new physiatrist got to find a new physical therapist. Uh, physical therapist and an occupational therapist and a speech and so, it, as you work these, it is a complicated mess. And how do you
3: balance that? You both work. We do successful,
0: busy. That we'll see in a year from now if this was successful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How they're successful. Thank you. <laughs> yep. No,
3: I don't. disagree. <laughs> but that, I mean, that, that seems to be a balance. Uh, but you're not unique in that balance. So how, how do you? How do you? try to convey that and how do you think that helps guide your, your leadership uh, with families?
0: So from an active duty perspective as well as comparison, it's uh, teaching patience and understanding on both sides of the fence. It's to the families to say, hey, this is a convoluted system, and to understand that the system was, right, the Army is one million strong when you uh, include all the reserve component elements. The system is made for the 400 plus thousand active duty soldiers and the 1 million total army soldiers that are out there. That's what the system does. The system is not, and while there are elements to take care of the unique pockets, the system's a giant machine. So it's understanding and informing parents of, hey, you need to understand that there's all these other layers that you're going to have to go through. And it is going to be challenging because it's not made for you. But, it is, but there are offices and people who are there that exist to help you. And, for example, us with the NET, having a case manager because of the number of types of referrals. Connecting the two of them. And then the other half, now as garrison commander, what I get to do is also those employees. Now, Lisa, she doesn't need much help. She understands. Uh, her, her heart is huge, her arms are wide open, and she knows everything that's within her sphere. She knows how to make things happen. Uh, But for some of the civilian employees, especially uh, ableism is a real thing. So you just forget how things may exist for someone else. is reminding them that while this may be your job and you do this every single day, for the parent that comes in or the child that comes in and needs support, that is the most important thing and the most emotional thing happening to them at that exact moment. And you need to be understanding in how you receive them. Uh, Don't treat them like just another just another page in a book and go on to yeah. the next. Yeah, and
2: something um, I would also bring up is, is, it takes time. When you're working through the system and you're working through the people, they honestly want to help you, but there's there's a time component. You have to, I had to learn to be patient because my baby needs to be helped right now.
0: She didn't learn, I, let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> she, her Patience may be better, but she not My didn't patience
2: learn. is better, so I learned some. Um but yeah having to having to let the system work through itself and the the good people who are trying to help it's hard not to be frustrated when they're running into roadblocks and and no. but understanding that they are actually trying there to help you is really important and on the flip side sometimes the system cannot quite support what you think you need or that your child needs or that you want. I mean there are times when the system says uh, I'm sorry that, that's that's not within my purview that's not covered and in some cases then you kind of got to go outside the system and and, and that's, that's something else we understand for EFMs. You spend your own money on the things you think your child needs because the government has decided that it doesn't raise to the level of um, or it doesn't. It's not approved for whatever reason because it's new and, and interesting, but that's something else that we've dealt with. But people still helped us find the resources, even yeah. if the resources had to be on us after that.
0: Hippotherapy is probably what she was thinking. Yeah. It is so the use of horses in physical therapy oh. was hugely helpful to Samantha. Yeah. Uh, and so do you go to a place, approved.
3: you know, both
0: They have a in Millersville yeah. we did the last time we were here yep. we couldn't get the refer- because Samantha was only with us for a year before going out to college yeah. we couldn't get the referrals appointments because and- that's about a six month process mm-hmm. to your some of those
3: predecessor up. Ken McCready big in that mm-hmm. like he, he was the first one to like help make the connection with the installation
0: in, the, oh, cool. yeah. in that program Yeah. yeah. I said Millersville no, maybe it was credit Millersville right all the way down
3: 32
0: 30, yeah. 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 all the way down 32 yeah.
2: but I mean it is there are things that, that the system can't provide. I mean, if, you're, if your child is is in need of some significant care, the system can't always support you in some of the day-to-day things. So just knowing the EFM um, people who work within that, uh, both halves, they can let you know what the system will do or, or even resources you can use outside the military system with the state that can really help you get the, the care. Or the
0: resources that your child needs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I sound like a commercial. <laughs> well, <in laughs>
0: addition, Visit your local EFMP office today.
1: <laughs> in addition to having a good experience with the EFMP office, what else has been one of your favorite things about Fort Meade?
0: Oh, my gosh, there's so many. Well, I'll let you go first because I don't want to color. Okay, fine. I'll t- no, it's okay. I'll go. Um... Who, who usually
3: makes, I mean, before you get, who, who usually makes the decisions out of YouTube? You guys are
0: choosing a movie. <laughs> so, we we actually created a system. We did. Because, and it, the funny thing is, and we, when our we, mothers visit, uh, and I know our mothers watch these, so they're going to hear this. <gasps> to but <say> <laughs> when they visit, <laughs> she, she knows what I'm going to say, um, we have... Two opposite challenges, right? In in one case that uh, you can... Well, actually, when you get zero input, like, come on, what do you want to do, Mom? You're visiting, you're here for a week, whatever. And you're like, oh, no, no, that doesn't fly. We need something. Because in the end, you're going to leave at the end of the week and go, well, I didn't have as good a time as I wanted, and it's not our fault. But the other half of that is if someone comes in and says, this is the only way I'm going to be happy So neither of us like either one of those, but we are human beings. and Everybody has a tendency to do one or the other, (laughs) if not both. Okay, you can say that. (laughs) She is one, I'm the other. And so we came up with this strategy early in our marriage, in one or two years, is uh, depending on the topic, but Mm -hmm. usually it's I have to provide three, and she either has to pick one of my three or pick her own fourth, but then I don't get to complain about the fourth. No, yeah. no, you do get to complain. Well, I get the to fourth. complain. Yeah, right. yeah, you you Get yeah, complain to complain because you gave her three yeah. options. She didn't. What do you up. want for dinner? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mexican, uh, yeah. Italian, Greek.
2: It can't be. I don't care.
0: Right. No. Yeah. Because yeah, You the. do care. That's right. Could I you care at someone. Yeah.
2: If the question was asked, your input will be considered, and so the we do that kind of with the family the whole time. My, my, my Mike's mother says um, two Mike. is.
0: I swallowed it. i oh. sorry. <laughs> wow, I haven't been called Mike in a while. All right, I'll start over. <laughs> Do you call Mike? Is you Mike? Is well, it Mike? Never. Okay, it was Michael. No, no, it wasn't always.
2: So I, okay. All right, so story. Story time. Um, when we met, he introduced himself as Mike. And so I called him Mike for the longest time. And then it was your mother. His mother called him Michael. And she did it rep- repetitively. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. And so I asked him, I said, do you actually prefer Mike or Michael? And he goes, well, I actually prefer <laughs> I
0: Michael. And I'm
2: like, you did, two years in? Why don't you tell two me? Two oh, years in. Yeah, we may have in.
0: been engaged by this point, actually. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we were engaged. And I'm like, you <laughs> yeah. never
2: told me. Why didn't you tell me? I would have called you Michael. But I also learned an important lesson is that even if the person introduces themselves as Mike, I will ask. What do you prefer to be called?
0: Because yep. more often than not.
2: Because mostly they won't yeah. say. But I would, I would like to call someone what they would like to be called. Assuming it's not ridiculous. But it really
0: like, confused e- her parents too. I mean, oh, we're talking yes. like yeah. at the wedding when well. they're asking, "Why do you keep calling him Michael?
2: <laughs> Are you mad at him?" No. Well, yeah, <laughs> <That's> it's formal. <laughs> yeah, no. it's
0: formal for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they did. They asked right. me if I was you. Now
0: mm-hmm. that you messed up my name, so we'll go back again. I did not mess up Do you me. remember the question? Not
2: at all. What was the question?
0: <laughs> what was the what question? Was the qu- yes. You asked what they oh, like here. about Fort Meade.
2: Yes. Oh, what we like about Fort Meade. I really, I like the people and the, diver- the diversity. You don't find this as much on Army posts, but we've got s- all the different services and civilians and Department of Defense entities, and um, it's just... It's a lot of it's a lot of difference in the community, and I like that. And I saw a lot of it at the um, the July Fourth fireworks, which I can't remember the name. Red, white, red and white and blue. Red white and blue. Thank you, sir. The red white and blue fireworks. I saw a lot of it there. There was the community was not you know. It, I don't want to say it wasn't Army strong. It probably was, but it wasn't just Army. Yeah. I saw a lot of the other services, and it was the little things. You know, like I'm wearing the Navy T-shirt in, instead of the Army T-shirt, or, you know, I got the little emblem up here that's not Army related. Um, just things like that, and it was it was really good to see everyone coming together, getting along, having a good time, and just enjoying themselves. It, now you it, may answer your yeah. question.
0: And so <laughs> for me, it, similarly, it's the connection to the community outside, too. Now, it's, I'm still blown away sometimes how you know, someone at Elk Ridge or Ellicott City or going over to Crofton Gambles won't know what Fort Meade is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they had not even heard the term Fort Meade, which fascinates me, but not understanding that it's an Army base where there are people here that are doing Department of Defense work every day. Uh, you do sometimes get the, oh, that's where the NSA is. Well, like, well, okay, yes. I, I mean, I have a personal affinity for the NSA. I've worked those jobs. But... That's, it's so much more. Uh, and that's what I've loved about this experience as Garrison is getting exposed to that internal and external. Uh, as far as things to do, I love Burba Lake. It is a serene... Uh, when I when I think resiliency, I think Burba Lake. Being able to go and walk around the lake and see the foxes and the beavers and the, uh, the groundhogs and the... Um, you're not going to uh, mention the geese, uh, you're just going to ignore...
3: No, no, geese, I'm saying the, the things I like. The geese <laughs> drive me nuts. But,
0: uh,
3: <laughs> they're so oh, mean.
0: No, the goslings. Uh, yeah, what, about four months ago? And then, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was they so were cute. That was they were incredible. very cute.
2: We got to watch them grow up because every day we come out of the neighborhood, they'd drive crossing down Robert. the street.
0: Yeah. And
3: now they're hissing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and now they're the geese that I don't care for as much.
2: Have you seen the turtles?
3: There's turtles, too. No. Yeah, turtles. Oh. oh, my gosh, there's tons of turtles. You walk yeah. out, you know... The bridge back over by the public affairs office yes. behind the playground you guys just yeah. took down. Mm-hmm. If you walk, if you take that bridge to get to the park, you'll yeah. see there's a log that's half off the ground. And there are always three or four turtles just shacked oh, yeah. up yeah. on that turtle. That's awesome. on that log.
1: They've been featured on our Facebook page before, actually.
0: So I, I've seen photos, but I have not actually seen them on it. And I've seen people asking, you know, in the Facebook-type realms of, hey, anybody know what this is? Yeah. yeah. Probably.
3: and the population must have died down because before you get turtles I mean, like this big. walking across the street and people would try oh, to the navigate
2: cranes. Oh yeah. No, not it's a, Egret, isn't it a heron? heron. It is a heron.
3: It is a
0: heron. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the gray, he is majestic yeah. and he likes to stand at that end the at
0: um, the fishing dock that's the fishing right there off the Fishing dock, right
2: there off of Roberts. He <laughs> <laughs> stands on the railing and we see him about once a day just standing there.
0: But I don't know if they eat <laughs> turtles, but maybe that's why the turtles died <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird and fish okay, like
3: Okay, fair what? enough. You could. Um, all right. So you mentioned a little bit about, how'd you guys meet? West Point, right? No. No?
2: No. We met sort. at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, in Liberty. the Airborne Inn. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Fort we Liberty.
3: met at Fort Bragg, now known now as known Fort Liberty. Now known as Fort Liberty. You know who gave them that guidance? What guidance? Of like how to... Transition from the old installation to the new installation. I'm looking at them. Nice. Job. Public affairs. See? There you go.
2: Say it one more time. How do I say well, it? No, Fort Bragg, now known as Liberty. Fort, yes. Fort yeah. Liberty. Fort
0: Liberty? Or you can go so the other way. We can't. The official Fort guidance, though, Bragg. was Fort Bragg, now known as Liberty, yeah. if you're talking about the past. Yeah.
2: No, but is it Fort Liberty or is it just Liberty?
0: Fort Liberty. Okay.
2: Just making sure I'm, I had it. Okay, so we met at the Airborne Inn at. Fort Bragg, now known as Fort Liberty, North Carolina. Uh, Both of it, it was between our junior and senior year of college for both of us. Um, He came from West Point. I came from Virginia Tech. It was cadet summer training because I was an active duty Army officer for about seven years.
0: And not everybody knows, but Virginia Tech has a corps of cadets. They do have a corps of cadets. Like Texas A&M's, just not quite as good.
2: Right. (gasps) Wow. But not quite as big. Really? Not Not as good.
0: Sorry. It's for well, Samantha. Samantha's Samantha. going there. I know. Our daughter's going to the club. I didn't say oh, one, so one was
2: better than the other. I said one was bigger than the but other. But we have to. Why do we have to?
0: Because we're parents of it. Oh, okay. Gig'em.
2: Gig'em. <laughs> Howdy! I, think,
0: I mean, Virginia Tech would
3: have won in football yeah. before, like, a couple years well, ago. Yeah. Then yeah. They got really she was bad. there then, during then the Michael
2: Vickiers, actually. Yeah, was he, he was one of her classmates. He was. Yeah. Had a history yeah. class with him. He was, he was a nice guy.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Right, oh, so um, we're both doing our summer training. Summer
2: training. They put all the cadets up in the Airborne Inn, which had the central area, and I'm told it's like it torn down, time. right?
0: No, it's not torn down, but it is. Something been, else. It's now, it's now apartment space. Well, it was like it was a right. hub
2: and spoke. So there was a center area where there was couches and just kind of you yeah. know, just hang out, and then the rooms went off in different in different directions. And at the end of the day, the cadets would sit in that area, and we would all talk about what we did because we were all with different army units. And we met when I, several of us had, had already come back and gotten into shorts and t-shirts and we just hanging out there. He walks in in his West Point uniform and I,
3: well, <laughs> I
0: yeah, said to him. Because we had payday activities. Which so is I, not with, I was before? with the 82nd. She was with Core. Yeah, Really? Right, uh, And so as I came back from the 313th because of payday activities, I was wearing my Class Bs. Yeah, I say that in quotes because it's the West Point version. So it's the gray pants with a bright white shirt amongst okay. all the people in their army greens at the
2: yes. time. Yes. Mm. So he got off the elevator and I looked at him and said, Why are you all dressed up?
0: So an Good insult. Line.
2: I thought so. An insult
0: was her first line to me. That wasn't yeah. an insult. That she was a
2: legitimate making, question. Maybe. Everyone else got to wear BDUs. Why Why
3: did you have to dress up? Because yeah. he was West Point, they're special.
0: <laughs> well, <stung> right. Out. <laughs> so, I know. Standing out in the crowd as a leg. Right? So if yep. anybody's uh, really paying attention. Not, like, I wasn't airborne, airborne, and I was in a I uniform to that could have stood out much worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, we had a very casual, quick conversation. Who was conversation. more whoa? Between you two. I don't know if either one of us was really whoa. But it depends so on how you I have a guess. I, did, but I, <laughs> I know we know which one's more type A. How about that? <laughs> the person who destroyed her Kevlar and cost us a CIF repayment—it was an accident. Because she, accident, <laughs> <laughs> it was a weapon. Ugh, that poor tree will never be the same. But uh, it, no. So the second day, in, in the longer conversation, because at that point, all I wanted to do was go back to the room. Mm-hmm. But the next day, I. No kidding. Saw her shining her boots in the hallway. And they were gold. Because remember, these are for the older ones. We uh, look at the specialists in the room. We had to wear black leather boots that we had to actually shine, and they had to shine like, like the corophrams. Core and yeah. uh, Which I is never, possible. never ever did a good job of shining. I it always looked dull, and I was walking past the hallway and I saw her out there with uh, this Dana. who uh, I yeah. it was next to you, and uh, shining boots. And I went. Oh my gosh, that is amazing! Teach me how to shine boots. <laughs> so um, we chose together ever since. That was your story. First date. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: it yeah. was. How long have you guys
0: been well, Actually, our first date was Snake Eyes horrible movie oh it was a horrible oh, so movie so bad i thought she knew. this Who is how i it? know did she you, la- did you use your it. system of three well no because we hadn't worked that, that, that out yet. yet i picked we maybe, back, each other maybe, like maybe that's week. why we have the system of three <laughs> but um uh, this you is how guys that would we get you knew. out of picking we right. were born oh, to be together because that was our first date our
2: and there was a second Wait. date is what <laughs> you mean the
0: second date was saving private ryan
3: Watch
0: that this week. That's such a no, great. No, second movie. date has,
2: was
1: the Mexican place. Oh, and then private then Ryan after, private yeah, yeah. Yeah. Both good choices. good choices. Good choices. But yeah. yeah. well, so she asked a
0: question. How long Sorry. now? So the year is twenty twenty three, which job. means it's been twenty three years. <laughs>
1: oh well, I did. Weird. I did that to help him. That's what she claimed. No. but, that but she changed got married our wedding
0: date.
2: Mm, only um, because we had a planned date and the venue wasn't good. She on that cared more about
0: the venue than the day. And we were planning our wedding between her Kuwait deployment as a Patriot launcher. Uh, Patriot, what's the official title? Patriot Patriot Control Officer. Yes. So as a Patriot Control Officer deployed to Kuwait, and I was going to a K-4 rotation in Macedonia, uh, then known as the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, Fyral. And we had to plan our wedding between those two events. We did. So we had about a, at the time we thought it was going to be about three weeks. Uh, And we were stationed in Germany. So we had to plan everything where we flew back to the States, mm-hmm. did the wedding, got me back in time to deploy. Yep.
3: Were, were yeah. you at Doha or
0: Air John?
2: Ali Asalim.
0: Okay,
3: yeah, so you were So,
0: yeah, yeah, it before. was
2: before the Air of John. This
0: is before 9-11. Yeah, so Doha
3: yeah. and Ali Asalim were there. Yeah. Because I, I was there 99-2000.
2: That's when I was there, 99. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no, 2000, because... Oh, yeah, you're this, right. December, December of 99 is when
3: we I was there for, like... I think that's where I rang in the millennium. millennium.
2: 2000. I got there just after that.
0: Because she rang it in in Berlin. I
3: did ring it in Berlin. That's probably what's cool. Right and there. I was home Much. in
0: Texas waiting for the world to fall apart.
2: <laughs> Planes to fall y- out of the sky. Y2K. Elevators yeah. were going to fall yeah. down shafts. That's right. I remember that. Yeah.
0: We can tell you all about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times.
2: Well,
1: bringing it back to the present. Okay. Fort Meade. So, what are some of the challenges that you've faced being garrison commander and how have you sort
0: of... Certainly communicating. It's amazing how difficult it is. And I have such a respect for everybody in here that's public affairs. That's true. Like, how do you reach 200,000 people who are all listening for different reasons? Mm -hmm. They all want to hear, not necessarily different as in opposing opposite arguments, They don't want to hear the sun's up when it's down, and it's down when it's up, but they're not the same. And so how they're listening affects what yeah. they're receiving, even though you're communicating the listen. same. How do you get that all out? And, uh, and it is because we, we're trying to reach the residents who live here, Then this is their city. We're trying to reach the, uh, the people that are vendors that work here, and they come here to make a living. Mm-hmm. We're trying to reach the unit leaders who have a mission and a purpose here the retirees who want to come in and stay connected and volunteer trying to reach the USO who's got events and things they're doing Uh, and all of the state county uh, elected leaders and government entities out there that are all part of just make this area better so communication is what I I would say is most impactful in learning and how hard that is
1: thank you so much for joining us today it has been a pleasure getting to know you uh, both as a couple and as um, the first family of the installation. Uh, thank you for joining first us. <laughs> is that the official? sort
0: of. apparently it is.
1: Okay. Well, and thank it, you everyone for listening in today. Uh we'll see you next time on the next episode of Fort Meade Declassified. Hold
0: up, I got a new